Yo, what's up, everybody? What's up? What's up? Hi. Hey, Lenny in the background. Damn, man, it's been a while since we've done one of these. It's just me, my wife, Big Vicky. Mm-hmm. Say what's up. What's up, everyone? And we have our daughter, a soccer superstar. Who should be asleep? Dance extraordinaire, dancer extraordinaire, right? TikTok extraordinaire. Apparently in the background. So, <coughs> yeah, we kind of sound like this because we're laid down, record the podcast. <coughs> Ooh, excuse me. But yeah, just wanted to check in with everybody, man. It's been a while. Uh, What's the last podcast? Was a couple months ago. Yeah. Few months, few months ago. A few months ago. Yeah. Damn. It's been a minute. Yeah, we just we here right now. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? <coughs> just kind of uh, let y'all know what's been going on recently. Uh, anything new with you? No. Just a couple months. Um, just uh, a lot of traveling and um, um, still in the credit restoration business. So again, you know. If anyone needs help with that, I am here. Make sure to hit me up. You can follow me and add me on Facebook and Instagram as well as Twitter. I do have Snapchat as well, but that is for personal reasons. <laughs> yeah, if y'all want to see her in her true organic element, you can follow her Snapchat. But professionalism and all that, you can find her uh, on her professional pages. Yes. Follow me on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Yes, Victoria Ito Korea. Um, go ahead and yeah, look for me. Yeah, and then you know me, DJ Lou Screws, just still DJ. And then yeah. what I've been doing uh, full time, yeah, mm-hmm. full time DJ. And um, yes, we still are promoters. Um, yeah, still throwing shows. I, I man, after Polyfest, like the. Uh, the couple of shows that we did throw, what, what shows did we throw? There were a few shows that we had after Polyfest. What was um, it? We had the Spawn Breezy after party. Ooh, Spawn Breezy, shout out to the Pogi. Yep. Um, we also had the... Because, you know, we know about a first name basis, you know what I'm saying? It's not just play. Um, <laughs> shout out to Spawn. What show did we have after that? Oh, damn. <coughs> we did that. We did a uh, shout out to Zeke. Uh, Big Mike. Yes, we squad. Um, we helped out with um, with Zeke's show as well. Uh, I feel like there was another show that we did, but I'm just not. Yeah, sorry. Right this now. is like we didn't prepare for this podcast, which is like, yeah. yeah, really just checking in. But yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I had oh. a residency yeah. mm-hmm. uh, lately, recently at mm-hmm. Amber Lounge. It lasted for a good month, and then uh, yeah, we can We kind of had a fallout with the owner. And that just yeah. Does, yeah, we no, we're no longer there anymore. Yeah, I mean they weren't paying, so we just decided okay. to leave. You know what I'm saying? So that's that. That was uh, for a whole month. Yeah, and we. I started another residency on Saturdays at Sam's Tavern in Bellevue. Mm-hmm. And just we're still in the nightlife scene, and Polly's do show up here and there, but we still uh, <coughs> pack it out with our business partners, Brian with Rain. Yes, shout out Brian to Fernanda, Brian Fernanda, our Filipino brother. Yep. 
And then the whole team, DJ Cure, Envy, Jacoby, Hassan. Hassan, man, love y'all, man. Mm-hmm. Man, it's just like a state of family, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we all pretty close. And then, yeah, we all in it for the night life, bringing people together. And you know, so if it's your birthday, you got your birthday coming up. If you're located out here in Seattle, Washington, and you'd like we to celebrate your birthday, you. yep, you know, hit us up. Let me know I got you a bottle of champagne for you and your group. And there's no cover charge. Don't charge at all. Just pull up with your peoples. But we are there only on Saturdays. Yeah, so. we're there on Saturdays. And we just got some more stuff in the works yes. that we can't wait to announce. Mm-hmm. But that's still in the works. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, yeah, we're all excited about it. Yeah, we're just going to keep it in the wraps for now. So. Yes. Um, we have a daughter, Soccer. She's been pretty dope. She's been getting better and better. After yes. yelling at her after every game, you know, uh, you know that's sometimes as a parent, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, you have to really the way that you instill it in in your child's head is, you know, instead of being physical, you have to be very, um, what's the word? I don't know. Demanding. Yeah. <laughs> Demanding. Like me, I, I I was a very athletic uh, person growing up. What about you? You wasn't or you were? I was. Yeah, I, I, I was. was man, I played. Yeah, I was athletic. I played softball. I played volleyball. I played basketball. Dang, I was oh. playing. I paddled. Come on. Paddle? Paddle yeah. what? Paddleball? Canoe. Paddle. Oh, okay. I'm about yeah, to say. See, you wouldn't know nothing about that. Yeah, because you're not from the city. We don't have paddles. We just we have paddle balls. <laughs> we don't have to. He, he, he just has ping pong you know paddles. We, we, for the, we for the streets. We have ping pong paddles. Think it should have. I was actually. He was honestly I was a ping pong. pong I was a ping pong player, a table tennis for Nerd. for these people. But I took. I, I, I made it to the city citywide championship. What you know what I'm saying? Muscles, and I was third. What kind of muscles do you get from muscles. It's not about the muscles. It's about the hand and eye coordination. You know what I'm saying? You understand yeah, that, man. That's cool. That's how he's ducking, diving these bullets <laughs> in the streets growing up. Shut up. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so I played ping pong because that's an actual sport. It's in the Olympics. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I couldn't wait. Play represent US. Oh, speaking of like eyes. Uh, wait, let me. Uh, can I finish the rest of my sport list? Oh, no. Okay. Okay, look. <laughs> All right. I played softball. Baseball, football. You don't have to go that slow. I'm okay, trying to think. I'm trying softball, to make sure I got baseball. all of them. <laughs> softball, it baseball, volleyball. Okay. Yeah, man. You I'm, play uh, volleyball? Yeah, I play volleyball. Okay, my daughter's tripping in the back, but I play volleyball. Yeah, Jesse's actually really good in volleyball. Yeah, man. He was surprised that I was good in volleyball as well. And yeah, because yeah, she was like, right. no, I was play right. soccer, but he couldn't run that fast. I mean, I can run. Oh my god, my daughter's tripping. I can run really fast. I run fast, but my stamina when I'm running, nah, I'm I'm not. I'm not running that much. Soccer is just exhausting. Just watching that thing. Yeah, so yeah, that's Mm -hmm. soccer. That's not my thing. I'm sorry, Mm -hmm. but I kicked the shit out of a ball off. Okay. All right, go ahead. I was just gonna bring up, you know, when you mentioned ping pong, how it um. How it's all about eyes and what eyes and hands coordination. <laughs> yeah, that's just like you know that brought me <laughs> brought me back to using um, chopsticks. Yeah, yeah, because chopsticks it enhances you know. So what's that got to do? I'm just saying that you reminded me of it. That's a good comparison. 
So maybe like but you gotta pong. bounce around, maybe. move back and forth. You can compare ping pong. To oh using my god, man. no, you can't. <laughs> Whatever, man. You know what? <laughs> Hey, Robbie, edit her out of the podcast. (laughs) Kung Fu Panda was shit, man. You remember when you had to catch the um the rice balls or whatever it was with the chopsticks? The dumplings, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. and then you had to catch a fly too. Okay, okay, yeah. Never mind. Anyways, but we tried to instill in our daughter a very hot. This is her first organized sport. Yes. That she's been in a premier club and she's playing for a shout soccer. out to yeah. Mount Rainier shout out to Mount Rainier football club mm-hmm. pretty dope club Coach first Chris, time putting her in a in a club and we didn't think it was damn going to be expensive as it is <laughs> to be in a club uh, but uh, you know we get through it and we learn but it's worth it and it's, it's worth, worth it. it you know what I'm saying um, within within the months that Meanie's been a part of the soccer club she's like her her skills it's enhanced like to a whole another level because before she was playing just for her school and her schools they the way that they yeah they always play the street soccer, soccer. Yeah, they was like, like so intramural <laughs> so it had no organization whatsoever it was co-ed and yeah, yeah. They, they just didn't care and the field it's was like, like a fourth of a regular soccer field <laughs> yeah it was like hella buddy and everything rocks <sighs> But anyways, yeah, that's what's going on. That's what, so that's what's going on on us. We have our businesses going. We have our, so- our daughter's soccer. Mm-hmm. Our son, he's like he's working on his skateboarding skills. He's mm-hmm. going to be a skateboarder for life. Skater for life. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Hashtag. And we, we, got him, we got him an actual real skateboard. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that shit was that expensive too. <laughs> like, damn, I just see the skateboards at Walmart. Like, yeah, I think that's that's... That's it. But he has a real ass skateboard. Yeah. It's just it, like $100. And you know, one thing I noticed too, like when you become so into a sport or a hobby, like there's so many different types of um, um, like levels. You know what I mean? Like, like what you said about the skateboards that you see at Walmart. Those are the ones with the slow wheels on it. Uh, and then the one. I don't know. Yeah. And then the one that JJ wants that those are the ones with like the professional wheels and stuff. So there's like a, there's a difference and it's just like if someone were to go surfing like one would prefer longboarding or one would prefer you know just a regular surfboard or whatever there's just a difference yeah i don't know about anyways that. yeah i don't know about surfing i don't know about skateboarding but our son spends a lot of time on his on youtube learning how to do all the different moves and not he, only he, he just he, recently learned how to do the shove it yeah he knows how to do uh the, the ollie, ollie you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. So he's, just, he's, he's getting there. We yeah, drop him off at the skate, skate parks. parks. Yeah. I drop him off. He spends the whole day with his homies. He got a, he has a SoundCloud. Babe, calm down. You don't have to. JJ has a SoundCloud, y'all. I'm excited. He's I'm excited also, about myself. I know. What are you talking about? He's also into music. He's also into music. But yeah. he, has a, he has a song. He's about to release an album <laughs> and his first music video. Uh, but follow him on SoundCloud. J J A Y V Lonely. L O N E L Y. We don't and know why sign? he chose that name. I don't no, know. see, but my wife doesn't understand why why he chose JV Lonely. Because he's never lonely. He it's has not me. even. It doesn't even have. Okay, <laughs> she. Okay, uh, apparently she doesn't know what V Lone means. No. So V Lone is a brand. It's a clothing line. It's a clothing line. Oh. V Lone is a very exclusive clothing line. Okay. Uh, 
who's recently collaborated with Young LB. Shout out to Young LB. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, it's Shout very out to rare. In the whole run squad. Okay. So, so yeah, and then that's that's where he got Queenie, his name. And, can you just hush your I, mouth and go to bed? And I always tell him, like, I'll get him a V-Long shirt, so I'll probably hit up you know, to get, because they mostly make adult clothes. They don't really make kids clothes. Just unless you really know them like that. You know, since we're on this topic. Oh my gosh. No, we're not doing that. Okay, fine. Anyways. But, yes, yeah. JJ has his own SoundCloud. He's very into music. He's amazing. He loves to freestyle. Like, literally, fresh off the dome. He He's not in the habit of writing things, which I'm trying to have him get used to doing. But he's... No, I think all of this shit is written. JJ's he writes it in his notes. Well, he told me he just freestyles, like, right off the dome. Nah, he's, he doesn't. He yeah, he does. It. He writes it in his notes. He has a secret pin to his notes. Mm. And you don't see. He only let me see it. Okay. Nah, just playing. <laughs> but he said he writes his lyrics in his notes. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Follow him on SoundCloud. I put up his thing on here, too. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna probably add it to this clip. I want, I want to try to figure out how I can add one of his tracks to this clip. And you know, just to he give does... you guys a heads up, within JJ's music, we do allow him to use profanity, and we don't want you guys to judge us as parents for allowing him to do so. Um, to each its own, okay? And but, but we just want our son to fully express how he feels. Yes. And then we we see music as an art, okay? So we want to let that. <coughs> The artistry in him flow however it needs to flow. Yes. We're not going to put any limit to how he expresses himself because that's you're watering down his uh, artistry. Yeah. So. Honestly, it didn't sit well with me, um, you know, because obviously I'm his mother and I'm the nurturer, the one who shelters him and wants to make sure that he does right and all that. But, you know, I understand why, I guess. It's still somewhat kind of uncomfortable to hear my my baby cussing in his music, but if this is how he can express himself to its full potential, then I want him to do it. However, as he grows older, I want him to get to a point where he doesn't feel like he needs to use profanity in his music for him to express himself. Okay, go ahead. Whatever. But anyways. Yeah, that's what a dad would say. Whatever. You know, I mean... He listens to the music I, I do to play at the clubs every time. And and a lot of the music that I've got to screen for artists at the show, so. Which is music that I told Jesse not to play around the kids. But, but man. Do you think he listens to me? That's, that's no, part of my work. Listen to me. That's part of my work. And my you know, like our kids, like, they will sing the shit out of a song. They'll know all the lyrics, but they'll always skip the cuss words. That's true. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, pops out, pops to the kids. <laughs> For no one would stop not to say certain words. They know what it means. Yeah, so that's it. That's going on in our lives. And MJ. Online's and MJ. MJ started school. Yo, she started kindergarten, <laughs> y'all. Oh my God, nah. <laughs> Dang, she was my first podcast. <laughs> she got to rewind and go to, like, to the other podcast with so her. She's, she's actually knocked out right now because, you know, school, it'd be wearing Yeah, it's a school night. But she, she'd be hella hyped on Fridays. <laughs> like, oh, she can stay up late. <laughs> she ain't got to go to school. Tomorrow. She'd be reminding me. She'd be like, Daddy, guess what? 
we don't have school tomorrow. We got to stay up late. Because <laughs> that's my little working partner. My little homie that we used to just ride with me. But nonetheless, she loves school. She loves, if you know, if, if any of you guys who are listening to our podcast, if you guys know us personally, if you guys know our kids personally, you guys know that MJ loves to make new friends. MJ is the like the carefree spirited child of ours. She will go up to a stranger kid and want to like just play with them out of nowhere. So that's why she loves school because she's around so many other kids that she can make friends with. Um, and I think it's cute. And man, I gotta say something, man. Your parents, like all the <laughs> other parents out there, make sure your kids are friendly and open-minded, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> About being friendly with other kids. Cause like I hate when my fucking daughter like goes out, tries to meet with like other mm-hmm. uh kids and them kids be stuck up as hell and don't wanna play with her or I don't go somewhere else and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's hella messed up. <laughs> First of all, fuck y'all niggas, man. <laughs> Anyways. Jesse has a hard time. I'm sorry. I can't. Like, we know our kids. We we know we love our kids. You know what I'm saying? And they ain't that type. They would never do that to nobody else. No, they're not. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But then when we see that happen to our kids, it's like, I just want to beat up their parents. You know what I'm saying? It makes us want to go back to the old us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sorry. Nobody wants us to go back to the old us unless you really want to feel it. Yeah, man. I don't know. (laughs) That's okay. Y'all. But we don't want we, they, they don't want to hear that podcast. That podcast that's that's a whole other channel. That's a podcast for like three years ago. Yeah, I know. Anyways, yeah. So she started school. She started school. She's doing well. Mm-hmm. She's learned. She's green. Mm-hmm. Um, damn. Yeah, we're proud of her. She comes home full of stories. I'm proud of all of our kids. So yeah, yeah that's pretty much our life where we are right now. Uh, we're grandparents. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> Why you gotta say that? I forgot. Oh, dang. I read Gotta, gotta remind me. <laughs> like Our oldest. Our oldest, our goddaughter. Mm-hmm. She gave birth. Yeah, and we're grandparents now. God damn. A 35-year-old grandparent. <laughs> That's it. Amen. But I ain't slowing down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm God is good. God is amazing. Man, we gonna keep it pushing. Yeah, so uh yeah, man, we just been uh me and my wife had a like yeah, a little heart to heart. We're talking about entrepreneurship and I was talking about other things on that topic, like on my Twitter. If you have don't follow me on Twitter, go ahead and hit follow me now. DJ Lou Screws on Twitter. I just see a lot of uh I've been seeing a lot of Polynesian old businesses and it's kinda sad that I, I see that they close down and stuff. Um, and I just feel like they're not doing enough. You know what I'm saying? They're not doing enough to stay open, to stay alive. I see everybody doing the same old formula, whether it be clothing line, whether it be clothing line, (coughs) restaurants, what else? I think that's the main two. Like, we see a lot of, right? Calling line of food, mm-hmm. closing food, mm-hmm. um, and I just see like it's it's too the audience is too targeted. Like it's it doesn't cater to the masses. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And not even try, like not even like Step diversify your yeah. your product. Like you can have 
okay, like, okay, let's take, for example, you have a Samoan restaurant. You have Balusami, right? You can have Balusami, Fospovi, all that. But, like, other cultures don't know what the hell that is. But if you have your promotion, your marketing team, right, and kind of explain it to a, a broader, spe- like, spectrum, like, of how it could be, uh, like, more presentable or more appealing to other ethnicities, then, yo, man, you got a winning product. But nobody, they just want to just, oh, you know, it's Sunday. People are going to come and come and eat anyways because nobody likes to cook the same or some more food. Like, yo, especially when a lot of these places just try to charge high prices for their product, people are, are turned away. Not only that, it's just, yeah, man, it's just got to expand. If you're going to do something, do it all the way with, and try to get everybody involved, you know? And that's one of my... And, and that was that was one of my tweets. I was like, it's one thing to support poly businesses, but for the poly businesses, don't just depend on poly your Polynesian clientele to keep your business open. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, you might win, but you're most likely going to lose if you're not going to grow out of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you're right, because, I mean... The only, the only, and this is like real talk, real shit. The only business that can depend, well, even with that being said, like, you know, Hawaiian Airlines, for example, they're the only airlines that flies to American Samoa, right? So Samoans have no choice but to go to Hawaiian Airlines for they that. They pretty much monopolize that whole thing. Exactly. So there ain't nobody but else compete with them. That's not the only place where they fly to. You get what I mean? They fly to other they, they fly to other places too where, you know, they're tapping into different demographics, obviously. So you have to like have that sort of mind frame. Like if you're gonna tap into the Samoan community, make sure that you're bringing something that other Samoan businesses don't have. But at the same time, you have to tap into other other demographics too you get what i mean like the harvest the harvest is in a like a grocery store right or whatever the one out in federal way so they have that they have a small area of samoan food for samoans but around them they have like another they have a mexican restaurant right next to it the mexican owner this is what they do. And I and I see how they hustle people. Like, it's just the same way with the Koreans. They have the Samoans come, set up the little kitchen. Is that owned by Samoans? No. It's owned by, um... They just own a little piece of that part of the harvest. Like, they just own the Samoan kitchen, the deli. The Who deli part. That? I forgot his name. He hit me up. Is he Lincoln Abraham or something like that. Is he Samoan? Yeah. But they own that a little part of the kitchen. And, but, you know what I'm saying? It's not their own business. Mm. So, yeah. It's, it's just crazy. Man, shout out to all the clothing lines, man. That's successful right now. And, um, yeah. Family clothing. Man, they're doing it. Yes. And what's the other ones?
<laughs> yeah, man. That's the homie. Homie Mike. Shout out to Mike. Shout out to Mike, the whole squad, man. Shout out to Sis Jackie. You know, just put a... Yeah, like, we do whatever we can to help promote it. You know what I'm saying? Like, we know... Like, yo, if you got a business, you know what I'm saying? Like, we've been doing this shit. Like, our business has been going popping since 2012. Uh, But, like, we're not, you know... We're very humble. We we don't like try to withhold any information on how we how we still in the game, you know what I'm saying? If you need help with your business, let us know. We'll help share it. And we'll connect you with whatever we can, with whoever we can to try to help you get out there. You know what I'm saying? Like man, that's that's just who we are, you know? There's enough money in the world for everybody to like to make it out there, so and, you know, going back to what you said, how Polynesian business owners, um, to not depend on just Polynesian clientele, um, let's, yeah, let's tap back into that because you just hopped off subject. Well, what? About other stuff. Well, yeah, I thought you know, we were done with that subject, but anyway. You know, with, okay, so I'm a business owner. I help people restore their credit. Okay, when I've been in the in this game for going on three years now, when I first started, I had the expectation of just helping the Polynesian community straight up. That was my goal, because being a Polynesian, I know how shitty our credit can be. You know, I know how our parents sometimes used our credit because they had bad credit and so forth. You know what I mean? So I was excited to be one of one of the very few people to have a solution for our people. But as I was going through business, I was barely signing up Polynesians. I was signing up more so the African-American community, the Caucasian community, the Asian communities. So it was a bit discouraging. But at the same time, you know, um, you're helping somebody. Yeah, I'm helping somebody. And that actually helped helped me think out of the box because of the solution that I have. It's bigger than just one community, you know. And so as a business owner, I think that's the sort of mindset that one has to have. They have to make sure that they believe in their product so much that they know that it's bigger than just one community or one demographic. Look. We DJ like I'm not gonna make money DJing everybody's family night, okay? Every Sunday, I don't care whose family night it is. Like they ain't where the money's at. Like for me, you know, uh, it's more like in weddings and it's other other ethnicities. Like I'm not gonna depend on our people. I mean, of course, like they can always hit me up and I'll, I'll pull through for them, but. Like, there's, there's going to be days when, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, where there's going to be days when, like, they're not always going to keep you, keep your calendar booked. So I'm, I'm always expanding, trying to reach out to other communities. I've, I've learned to DJ other, uh, uh, different kinds of genres of music for other ethnicities, you know what I'm saying? I've learned how to do that, like, comfortably. Like, I can go in and out, I have to worry, uh, 
about what to play. Uh, even with nightlife as well as the clubs, it's like I cannot depend on Polynesians to come through to the club every Saturday, every Friday. But I try to do my best to try to, you know, invite them. You know, I do my part to invite them, to allow them to come. But, like, if I were to depend on them, I would lose out on so much yeah. time, effort, energy, and everything. Because, like, yo, you know you know how tired our community There could be a f- one funeral and everybody's not going to show up. Everybody go to the funeral. Somebody's wedding. Man, that's how tight that our community is out here. So, it's like I got to partner up with other cats, man, from, like, other cities, other ethnicities. Like, mm-hmm. like we used to do island nights with just us or the Africans, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, where it's just reggae and Afrobeats and hip-hop and R&B. And then, uh, yeah, and I just, and then we partnered up with the Tacoma DJs. Yeah. Bring the Tacoma crowd to come all the way down to the suburbs of Bellevue to, uh, you know, to hang out. To do the club nightlife there, and then and then connect with the Filipinos too, and I and I meet all these DJs and it's crazy. Like I have these network of DJs that I that I work with now, and it's like, dude, it's a whole other world. Like I meet DJs from all over the world. Yeah, shoot. That's, that's the only way that a business owner can expand. Yeah. Grow is when they allow themselves allow themselves to get out of that box. Like stop Get out of that box. Yeah, stop stop playing or stop making small moves. Stop playing like this game making mediocre like mediocre moves. Like you have to Mediocre. Yeah, mediocre moves, I'm sorry. Mediocre moves. You have to make big moves. Big, big moves. And But big be moves, smart. Exactly. Big moves At the same consist time. of branching out. I mean, smart about it. Don't try to jump in full fledged and not know where you're going. Just uh, at the same time, just yeah, just know your surroundings before you do it. Do your research. Yeah. Shit, like yeah, that's the best I can give you. Don't try to man, just like. And don't give up. Conduct yourself professionally, and just be like. A lot of these businesses, as an entrepreneur, you got to be a people's person. You know what I'm saying? You got to know how to interact with other people. Like, just... You have to know how to communicate. Yeah, you got to know how to talk white, professional style. You know how to talk hood. You're around the homies. Like, there's two different ways to... Two different ways to present yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like and then have some sort of f- professional filter on how you talk and your personality, you know, because some people it might take it the wrong way, because uh, yeah, everybody's brought up differently. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, especially like yeah. So you just have to feel. You have to feel the vibes from from the surroundings, and then you just adjust to that vibe. Just adapt to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Like. I'll wear like me. I I'll wear whatever the hell I want to wear because I'm a DJ and I own my own shit. So it's like, don't expect me to come in a, a, a three piece suit to a meeting. I meet with CEOs in some in a sweatsuit, <laughs> but they understand that like this is what I do. This is I'm a DJ. They know that this is my mm-hmm. 
This is my uniform. Yeah. This is my three piece suit. And then for me, when I meet, when I go to meetings, I dress in business. Oh, yeah, she, she dresses in business. Side. It's just a different, it's a different industry. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, I'm comfortable wherever I go. You know what I'm saying? I work from home. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, that's it. So for anyone who is listening, who's tapping in, who's ever had the thought of becoming an entrepreneur, what would be your your advice to them, Jesse? I just see and accept every baby step as a as progress. You know what I'm saying? No matter what, just don't give up. Do you, yeah. Yeah. Do you thug, eh? Yeah. Stand. Yeah. Keep your hustle, man. Yep. Well, mine would be to treat your business as if it was your own child. Uh, what you want to do is you want to invest in it. You want to nurture it. You want to take care of it. And just like any parent, you don't want to give up on it. So you're going to go through so many obstacles, so many trials, so many roadblocks. But you have to find, as a leader, you have to find a solution. You cannot add to the problem. You have to find a solution. So that's my advice. Um, Ultimately, don't give up. Yeah. I don't even know how to end this. Should we end this in a prayer? No, I'll just play. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. But we are done. I think this is, I think we all kind of caught up. I just got to think of the next podcast. Yo, we made nine cents on our other podcast. And that's the most we've ever made ever next since we podcast, started this. We're going to tap into love and marriage. What? Yep. Nah. We're going to be love very transparent. And nah, hell no. Yes. Nah. I'm yes, cool. I'm casting. This is our last podcast, you guys. This <laughs> is just starting your own podcast. Be sure to follow your podcast, her podcast. Uh, <laughs> I'll put it all in the comment. But we love y'all, and just like feel free to hit us up on social media. Don't hesitate to hit us up, even if you just have questions, even if you just need someone to talk to, or ask how the weather is out here. No, not if you need someone to talk to. Don't 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 tap. Don't hit my husband <laughs> up your problems. Go to your pastor. Go to someone in your church. Go to a coworker. Okay. Okay. If you have something to talk about professionally, like <laughs> you need someone to talk to, I got you. If you got to do some music, like hey, who played that? What song was that when you played if it, it does the last not contain game? Contain some music, credit. Promotions, business, entrepreneurship. Advice, there you go. Entrepreneurship. Then take your conversation elsewhere. <laughs> Whatever. But anyway, just no, hit us up. I'm dead serious. Just hit us up. Bye, y'all. If you need to. Yeah. Love, peace, and prosperity. Love y'all. Man, how you gonna tick my lines, man? Okay, love y'all. Toodles. Peace. Are you done? Put the toodles like everybody see you. Well, anyways, love you guys, man. We out. See y'all next time. Peace.